1: Well, good morning, good morning, and good morning. Hi, Unity of Farmington Hills. And welcome to all of you who are visiting us for our online worship service. I'm Reverend Kelly Kincaid, and it is a joy to wor- worship with you all today. I want to give a-, a shout out to our music team. Thank you for leading us in that um, awesome co- opening congregational song. It's perfect to think about being spirit led and spirit fed. That was a Wonderful song. Thank you so much. Thank you, Nicholas, Laurel, Bernard, Michael, Carl, and Lauren. And Lauren, thank you for supplying the lyrics on the screen so we can sing along with you all. I'm going to share our announcements and then we will continue with our service for today. So, today is the last Sunday of the month, which is Birthday Sunday. So, Before we close out today's service, I will sing happy birthday to to all of you who've had birthdays in January. And I'd also want to invite you all to um, join us for our Sunday fellowship gathering, those of you who have birthdays and those of you who haven't, so that we can acknowledge those who had birthdays in January together, acknowledge you individually. So if you uh, are not a part of our church Community, you are still invited. Everyone is invited to join us. Last week we had a whole lot of fun. We always do. So feel free to pop in and say hi. Our weekly Zoom house party is tomorrow at 1 p.m. You are all invited to that as well to connect with us, to be inspired with us, and to laugh. (laughs) That's one of the things we always do is laugh. And then on Wednesday, we have Bible study at 1 p.m. for those of you who are interested. And our weekly meditation is Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. Feel free to join us for this sacred time of communing with God. In honor of Black History Month, I have been asked, um, as well as other African-American unity mem- min- uh, ministers, to lead one of the silent unity prayer services on their Facebook page. So m- my scheduled date is this Friday, at February, uh, which is February 5th. At 12 p.m. It's 11 a.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Eastern Time. So I invite you all to join me on Silent Unity Prayer Services Facebook page this Friday at 12 p.m. to join with me in prayer. I'm excited about being a part of this sacred prayer service that has been around for over 125 years, started by Charles and Myrtle Fillmore through Silent Unity. I'm just excited about this. And our annual meeting is next Sunday, February 7th at 11 a.m. For those of you who are not new members, you will need to renew your membership to return, retain your voting rights for the annual meeting. So to renew your membership, go to the website, click on the about us icon, scroll down to the membership form. Fill it out and hit submit. That's all you have to do and you will have renewed your membership. Now, most of you have done it already. Thank you so much. I, I Please do it by today um, so that we can have everybody in our system by next Sunday. And if you have to do it during the week because you can't today, please get it in before or, or by at least Sunday the 7th because we want to have everybody involved in our annual meeting. Our next women's group will be on february 7th as well and that will be at 2 p.m so it's next saturday at 2 p.m ladies come get your yoga on with our very own rhonda barnes who will be leading us through some beginners chair yoga i'm really excited about this and the next men's group meeting is on february 18th that's the third thursday in february at 7 p.m Peter Albertson is the host and you men are all invited to participate even those of you who have not been you're invited to join Peter and the rest of the men in the men's group at 7pm on Thursday February 18th and our next family trivia night is February 20th is backed by popular demand <laughs> we had a lot of fun last month so the Barry family are the reigning champs so That is Michael, Roxanne and Riley. They're the reigning champs because they they did really well last last month. And there were a couple other teams right behind them. And then we had some runner ups, too. So this month, let's see who wins, the, if they can hold on to the bragging rights of being champions. So it is strongly suggested that you have at least several generations in your uh, team. Uh, generations of players in your team so that's like you can have teenagers young adults uh, middle age, and the more mature generation as well that way you'll be able to have a better chance of answering the spectrum of uh, the huge spectrum of questions that Eileen has picked for this game night I'm excited I'm looking forward to it for the links to all of our activities classes Group meetings and events, and also to sign up for our email blast, please visit our website unityfh.com. And if you don't see what you're looking for on the home page, check the calendar of events. Matthew usually still puts everything there as well. To schedule a appointment with me by Zoom or phone appointment, or to request prayer, you may email me at senior minister at or you can call me at 248-737-9191. My office hours are Tuesdays from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. and on Wednesdays from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. I, if you call and leave a message and, and I don't answer, please leave a message because I will call you back. And I am available outside of my office hours for those of you who need, um, need to speak to me or need prayer. So that concludes our announcements for today. And now, as we join our music team in singing Surely the Presence, let us open our hearts and our minds to hear the daily word and for our opening prayer. Now it's time for the reading of the daily word and for those of you who are new to our services the daily word is a daily devotional that we read in unity it gives us a inspirational message you get a, a word to focus on every day an affirmation to keep our mind aligned a message to open us up into how to live the um the main theme or the word during the day, and then also a scripture that ties it all together. So the word for today, Sunday, January 31st, 2021 is now. The affirmation reads, I find my power in this very moment. Let me read that again, and then I'd like you to affirm that with me. I find my power in this very moment together. I find my power in this very moment. And the message reads, There is power in this very moment. Yesterday is past and tomorrow is not yet here. There is only this moment, ripe with promise and potential, ready for me to live into it fully. Through my many divine gifts, everything I need to get started is within me. I need not wait for the perfect moment to arrive because there is no time more perfect than now and no place more perfect than here. Procrastination has no place in my life. I fritter fritter away my energy when I find reasons not to get started, losing my zeal and focus and inviting frustration into my life. Today, I claim the power of the present and say, this is the day I began. Now is the time to begin to serve, to forgive, to create and to love. The scripture comes from for today's uh, daily word comes from Second Corinthians is chapter six verse two. See now is the accept- acceptable time. See now is the day of salvation. Let us pray. So I invite you to gently close your eyes with me. And please take a deep breath. And just allow your consciousness, your focus, to just float down right into the center of your chest, which is your heart center. Let your consciousness just become aware of the presence of peace and stillness within you. It is from this place of love, peace, and stillness that we shall pray. there's only one power and one presence active in our lives and in the universe and that is God the Good Omnipotent. And God, we know you are absolute good, absolutely. And because we are one with you, we acknowledge right now that we are also absolute good, absolutely. And as we breathe in that knowing more fully, we open ourselves up to allow your word to be fully understood in the message for today to allow you to work this the meaning and the expression of it within our mind our heart our soul and our very body that we may live the expression of it in our lives thank you for blessing every part of this worship service today and everyone in attendance In the mighty name and nature of that indwelling Christ, we pray. Thank you, God. Amen. And now let us affirm our statement of being together. God is all, both invisible and visible. One mind, one power, one presence, one mind, one power is all. This one that is all is perfect life, perfect love, and perfect substance. I am an individualized expression of God. I am ever one with this perfect life, perfect love and perfect substance. And now let us affirm our growth affirmation together, knowing full well that it is definitely working within our church and also within our own individual lives. Together, we give thanks for our expansive congregation that fills our halls and sanctuary with seekers of unity. Truth fills our hearts with love and joy and provides us with all of the necessary resources to co-create a loving and compassionate, spirit-filled world. Thank you for affirming that with me. And now we're going to have our first special song for today entitled, There's Hope. It will be led by Bernard, and then I will be back with our message for today.
2: In your heart There's hope It doesn't cost a thing
0: to to smile You don't have to pay to laugh You better thank God for that There's hope It doesn't cost a thing to smile You don't have to pay to laugh You better thank God
2: for that There's hope In the backcountry of Brazil I met a young brother And he made me feel that could accomplish anything See, just like me, he wanted to say He had no windows and no doors He lived a simple life and was extremely poor On top of all that
1: That was a nice song. I like that song, Bernard. I love when um when you sing. I love hearing you all sing. One, two, one, two. I love stand up for your rights. Um, keep shining your light, show the world your smile. <laughs> and I'm glad we don't have to pay pay to laugh or to smile, because I'd be owing oh, God a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. So thank you all for that performance. It was amazing. And thank you, Lauren, for the uh video that you put with it. It was amazing as well. <laughs> I love the inspirational songs you all have for today. <laughs> so thanks again. So the joke I'm about to tell, um, came from, uh, Rob Locke's grandson. Rob called me during the week to tell me this, uh, joke that he heard from his four year old grandson. <laughs> so how do you get an elephant in a refrigerator? <laughs> you, you open the door and shove it in. <laughs> it, it wasn't. He wasn't done with it. He asked his grandfather. He asked Rob, "How do you get a giraffe into the refrigerator?" And and Rob was like, "I don't know." He said, "You open up the door, yank out the elephant, and shove in a giraffe." <laughs> <laughs> It just makes you think, makes you remember how four-year-olds think. (laughs) That was so cute. Thank you, Rob, for that joke Tell your grandson that I thought it was funny and that I shared it for church service today. (laughs) So anyway, um, as we can go on, as we move forward, um, this month of uh, January, which in unity represents the spiritual faculty of faith, And the disciple that represents faith is Peter. Um, Throughout this month, we have been discussing the theme walk in faith. And as I meditated on what to speak on for this week. um, The story of David and and Goliath came up for me. It came into my consciousness. And I was remembering when David uh, accepted the. Challenge to go out and fight Goliath. Now Goliath had been is was on the um, On the side of the uh, Philistines. He's a huge nine-foot tall man He's like a giant to them covered with all of his armor which was a hundred and something pounds heavy and a big man and the whole Israelite army, the whole Hebrew army was shaken in their boots. Even the King King Saul, was shaken in his boots, terrorized by this uh, giant who is walking every day, coming out into the battlefield, which they, the Philistines were on one hill. The Israelites were on another hill and there was a valley in the middle. He kept coming out, taunting them for someone to come down and fight him. And they're terrified. So when David gets goes to uh, bring food, his father tells him to go take food to his, his brothers in the army. He hears the G- Goliath down there taunting them. Now, G- Goliath represents the part of our ego that gets caught up in the circumstances of our life, how they feel, how they look, um, what what it seems like. And we go and you imagine the worst, you imagine that is bigger than you can handle. So those circumstances, those trials, those tribulations, those situations in your life that you imagine are bigger than you can handle, become like a giant in your life. And so when I started thinking about that, the title today for today's talk that came to me is walk in faith facing the giants because there are those those times in our life where the spiritual side of us which represents the Israelites the children the Hebrew children well, the children of Israel they can you can sometimes get overcome by what life looks like whether it looks like things are going on for instance if you look globally at what's going on in the world with the pandemic that can be considered a collective for the global giant that we are uh, facing together throughout the whole world is globally a giant that we are facing together. This circumstance that is larger than life literally and can take your life. And then if we look at in the United States, the how we are dismantling systemic racism, how we have the Black Lives Movement fighting for equality, fighting for in, uh, inclusivity and diversity in every facet of society to tear down the systemic laws that, uh, that uh, feed into or create racism and injustice and uh, open it up to where it, it encourages or makes it easy for a police brutality, I'll say it that way. That's another giant that we are facing and us as a society in the United States and then the economic situation, another giant that we are all facing together and that's globally, collectively. But when you go into your individual circumstances that can be overwhelming and added to that, it can be huge how you'd be facing the giants. So that title came to me, walk in faith, facing the giants, David, on the other hand, Represents a consciousness that is rooted in love. So rooted in love, there's no part of you that is fearful because there's that some people say there's two emotions. I I don't believe you can have one God that is all present and, and it's an expression of love and have two, two emotions. I believe that you're either expressing love or not expressing love. And when the moments that you're not expressing love and your cer- your consciousness is caught up in the third dimensional realm of limitation, separation, and your circumstances, then you're looking at false evidence appearing real, which is what fear represents to me. The F-E-A-R is false evidence appearing real. And when false evidence appears real, your circumstances can appear to be giants in your life. But if you're rooted in faith, I mean, rooted in love, you step into a strong faith because no part of you, No part of you has an awareness of fear. So since David had conquered lions to to, uh, protect his sheep because he was a shepherd and as he even conquered bears, he knew that God would help him. But and back in the day, slingshots and archery were a powerful way, uh, um, were a powerful way of being in an army or being at war because they had they were so precise. When they used the slingshot and he practiced using a slingshot and he sat with God in his young age. And he developed a strong relationship with God, which I keep telling us that we need anyway. So when he goes to face Goliath. He talks to the king, Saul, and convinces the king to let him go down. So Saul, I'm going to read this is. First Samuel chapter 13, I mean, 17. First Samuel chapter 17, verse 38 through verse 40 is what I'm reading right now. Verse 38. Then Saul gave David his own armor, a bronze helmet and a coat of mail. 39. David put it on, strapped the sword over it and took a step or two to see what it was like. For he had never worn such things before. I can't go in these. He protested to Saul. I'm not used to them. So he took them off again. Verse 40. He picked up five smooth stones from a stream and put them into his shepherds bag. Then armed only with his shepherds staff and a sling. He started across the valley to fight the Philistine. And then it says that as Goliath got moved closer to him, I'm at verse 48. Now as Goliath moved closer to attack, David quickly ran out to meet him. Verse 49, reaching into his shepherd's bag, taking out a stone. He hurled it with his sling and hit the Philistine in the forehead. The stone sank in and Goliath stumbled and fell face down on the ground. So, so David triumphed over the Philistine with only a sling and a stone. He had no sword. What circumstances in our life do we have to face right now? Just think about it. We've already talked about everything. Think about something in particular that you'd like to overcome, that you'd like to face, that can be an expression of uh, the Goliath or a uh, um, giant in your life. First of all, as you do this, you cannot do it with someone else's armor or someone else's tactics. They have to be your own. When you put the, the, the reason that, that with what the significance of this armor not feeling good to David means is that he was taking on an outside solution for an inside problem, because the truth is when our circumstances seem insurmountable is because we're imagining it that way. So what we need to resolve is the way we're looking at the situation. And so you cannot take something from the outside and fix what's going on in your mind. You have to do it spiritually in your relationship with God. So when he took it off again and stepped into what he was used to, he was used to using what was true, uh, um, what worked for him, what he had already been practicing using. And that was the slingshot. And with the slingshot, he went and got five smooth stones. He went into the stream and pulled out five smooth stones. What that represents to me spiritually, as I meditated on this, what the stream represents spiritual consciousness. Water represents a cleansing, uh purifying. If it's st- if it's troubled water, it's a negative, um, it's a negative thing that's happening. There's um turmoil going on inside of you spiritually or emotionally. If it's smooth, then you're in alignment and you're in a smooth consciousness of God. When he pulled out the five smooth stones, it represents. Five truths, five spiritual truths that you can walk with in your mind. I am a child of God. Therefore, I do not inherit illness. God is with me everywhere I go. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens strengthens me with God. Nothing's impossible. Whatever truth you can bring in your consciousness to strengthen. Your faith. In order to throw. The truth, what, when you throw the truth, you are putting your faith in action through your prayers. And what happens is when that stone shattered the forehead and sunk in Goliath it shattered that imaginary consciousness of what that circumstance, that situation, that trial or, um, the tribulation that it, that whatever it is, it shattered the imaginary way it looks and it brings you into the truth then nothing is greater than God greater is he that is within you than he that is within this world, even within your own body, your spiritual vibration, which is the God in you, the Holy spirit in you is greater than any illness that's going on in your body. You just have to tap into it, pull out one of those smooth stones from your shepherd's bag, which is your consciousness of your relationship of what you know about God and focus on the truth of your circumstance and live in that. There's five things that came to me that are necessary in order for us to face our giants. And that is to walk in faith with God. And it's interesting because David was the only one who had that full the uh, faith in God, which means the mustard seed of faith. So even if you have that mustard seed of faith, you still root yourself in it so that it grows and it grows and it grows. And what happens is you begin to walk in obedience with God, which is the second thing that needs to be apparent when you're facing the giants, you need to step into obedience of God, follow what God tells you to do. God told that that didn't feel comfortable wearing that, um, outer garment that the helmet and the armor that, that that Saul the king gave David to wear he had to take it off and go with hit what was inside being guided by God using the slingshot and then a the third thing is to step into cor- courage to boldly follow what God leads you to do and when you boldly follow God You step into the confidence because you get to see where God is showing up in your life. God will always show up in your life if you're boldly following God and you get to look back in those times in your life where God was always there. That builds you up in confidence. And the last thing is you do not give up. You give God your all. Even Jesus did that when he was in the garden of Gethsemane and he was feeling it says in the, um, Matthew chapter uh, 26, verse 38. He says, my soul is crushed with grief to the point of death. And he says, stay here and keep watch with me. So he's telling his disciples, which was John representing love, James representing wisdom and Peter representing faith. He's telling them, stay and pray with me. He he is feeling so much anxiety and so much anguish and so much of all the feelings of sinful thoughts. Uh, feelings emotions words and actions that are in the whole consciousness of the world past present and future at that time he's taking it all on in to the point where he's feeling thoughts of suicide and he asks his Friends, his close friends to pray with him, the same friends who watched him go through on the Mount of Transfiguration. Those are the same ones he's asking while he's going through this agony to be in prayer with him. That's him facing his giants right there. And he goes and prays to God and says, God, you can take this away, but if it be your will, Not my will, but thy will be done at that moment. He steps into faith at that moment when he says not my will, but thy will be done. He steps into obedience. He steps into courageously following God, boldly following God. Then he steps into having confidence because he knows that God is with him. And then he gave God his all. And that's what we are here to do. That's what we are here to do. There's this scene in this movie facing the giant. That means that I really, really like. This uh, the, it's about a, it's a football movie about a high school football team that ends up introducing the idea of playing for God and they end up doing really well when they focus on playing for God. So before that happened, where they got to that idea, the coach is asking them about this uh, one game that they're about to play. And, uh, against the, uh, they're ask, he's asking, do you have confidence? And the captain says, no, n- unless that we can be better than them. So the coach has the, the, the team captain get up because he, if, if the team captain isn't confident, how's the rest of the team gonna be confident? So he has him do a death crawl. Now a death crawl is when you walk on your hands and your feet a certain yardage across the field. So he has him walk and he's gonna tell him to walk 50 yards. And he says, give me your all. And Brock agrees to give him his all. And he says, "And you're going to walk blindfolded with one of your teammates on your back. So he has one of his teammates named Jeremy, get on his back and hold on to his Jersey. So he's crawling on his hands and his feet. And he goes and he gets about uh, stops after a little bit. And, and his coach says, keep going. Don't stop. He said, I'm just resting. He said, no, don't rest. Keep going. Give me all you got. Give me all you got. And Brock starts to get tired after a while. He's walking, but walking his teammates are uh, the ones who are sitting watching Are like yeah Brock come on go then after a while Brock is saying I can't do it anymore I'm getting tired my legs are burning my arms are he's telling and, and his coach is going you can do it keep going don't give up don't give up all of a sudden his teammates start to stand up and start looking like oh look what he's doing and so they get interested in what he's doing and they start kind of slowly following behind him he's supposed to go these 50 yards and so his coach is saying don't give up keep going he says i can't coach i don't have it i don't i'm tired he says negotiate with your body to get more strength get more energy he's coaching him he's pushing him on he's pushing him on he says keep going keep going brock's saying i can't do it he says, you can do it and then all of a sudden he says 20 more feet and then he says he's 20 more steps and he says 10 more steps and he says you got one step to go and brock makes it that one step and he falls out and he takes off the blindfold. Brock has gone the whole 100 yards into the end zone, carrying Jeremy on his back, his teammate on his back. And his coach tells him, don't tell me you can't give up. These teammates are following you. If you act like you can't do it and don't give your, it your all, they won't do it. You just carried a 140 pound man across the field into the finish, into the field zone. You can do this do I have your all to, to lead this team? And he says, yes. And I'm asking you, does God have your all to lead the, lead the team in your head, the thoughts in your head, the emotions in your head, the beliefs in your head, the feelings in your head, the words that you say, your actions, does God have you? Can you give God your all? Does God have your commitment that you face the giants by stepping into faith? Stepping into obedience, stepping into courageously and boldly following God, stepping into the confidence that God has your back and is with you no matter what. And giving God your all. That's my challenge to you. That's my question to you. Do you have it in you? Do you commit to give God your all to face your giants? And Brock said, yes. And then Jeremy says, coach. And the and coach says, yes. He said, I weigh one hundred and sixty pounds. The coach thought he weighed one hundred and forty pounds. Whatever you have to face in your life, it is not bigger than you. It is not bigger than the God in you. Greater is he that is within you than he that is within this world. God will carry you to the end zone. God will give you what it takes to carry whatever it is. God gave Brock that energy to keep going. He got his second wind and he was burning and he kept going and he kept going and you will too, you just got to have the faith. We will conquer and dismantle this consciousness in the United States and move into living together in equality, in diversity, in inclusivity together as one harmony of brothers and sisters in Christ. No matter what our skin color is, no matter what, where we came from, uh, or origin of sex or whatever, we would just see each other as children of Christ, accepting the whole body, the whole way God created us and loving that expression. The economy is already good. If you see that in your consciousness, for you, it will be. You have to trust it and believe it and walk according to how God leads you in it. I've proved the way our church did. Our church did well, which we, we will find, you will find out next week in our annual meeting. Be, in a pandemic, we did well. In an economic crisis, we did well. Because of our faith in God. Because of our obedience, our courage to boldly follow God, our confidence in God, and because we gave God our all and put God to the test. God will help you walk in faith and face your giants, give God your all. And you will see that slingshot work and chatter the imaginary thoughts that are false and error on how your circumstances look and God will show you the truth. Scripture says you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. And you will walk in this year 2021, which equals when you add the numbers up together, equal five and five is spiritual freedom. It's the Christ consciousness. Let us walk in faith, facing our giants, living more deeply in a relationship with God where our faith is fully in God. Our obedience is in God. We are courageously, boldly following God. We have confidence in God and we give our all to God. And you will also conquer Goliath with a stone, which is a spiritual truth that you will be affirming through prayer in your life. Thank you, God, for this message and your mighty, mighty truth that lives within us that we can tap into and collect those five stones of truth for whatever circumstance we're going through. That seems like a giant. Thank you for it moving us into a deeper expression of walking in faith as we face our giants. Amen. (sighs) And now as we prepare ourselves for giving our giving segment, just take a deep breath and allow the consciousness to come to you in your mind, what it is you're stretched to give during this giving righteously segment of our worship service. And now let us affirm our love offering blessing together divine love through me blesses and multiplies all that i have all that i give and all that i receive thank you god amen and for those of you who are giving online go to unityfh.com click on the donate button that's on the home page it'll open up the donate page you can give through credit card uh debit card or paypal you can also link up your smile.amazon account to the Unity of Farmington Hills, and whatever you purchase, Amazon will give proceeds of it to our church. If you're sending in a check, send it to Unity of Farmington Hills, 32500 West 13 Mile Road, Farmington Hills, Michigan, 48334. And as I always say, whatever way you choose to give of your time and your talent and your treasures, and even the intention of love that you give it in. I thank you, I thank you, and I thank you from the bottom of my heart. I really wanna move into being an outreach church because you all give to the community, our spiritual community, you give to each other, and now I wanna move us into giving into the community outside. And so we're gonna work on that. We're gonna talk about that next week at our annual meeting. I love you all, I thank you all. Now we're gonna have our next special song, the second special song, co- entitled "God You Are." God You Are. It'll be led by Michael, and then I will be back with our closing prayer, our closing prayer circle, our prayer for protection, and the birthday song. I'll see you in a little bit. Michael, I like when you sing that song. That was a, I love that song. God, you are. mm, Thank you for that. And thank you to Nicholas, Laurel, Bernard, Carl, and Lauren for uh, the performance with Michael. It was beautiful. Lauren, thank you for the video that you put with that as well. It tied it in perfectly. Oh man, let us go ahead and prepare for our virtual prayer circle. So I invite you to gently close your eyes and take a deep breath and bring to mind the person that you would like to pray with their circumstance that you are affirming is already manifested in their life and go ahead and call it forth, call their names forth right now Reverend Brian Griffin Marcellius Ashley Jackson the Jackson family thank you God for Manifesting healing in the lives of everyone whose name has been called forth into this prayer circle. We know that it is already manifested in their life. Whatever it is that their soul is desiring. Whatever it is that whatever solution in relationship, in health, in finances, in whatever way you are bringing forth the highest and greatest good in their lives. We thank you, God. We affirm that it is already manifested in spirit and that it will manifest in their lives, in a physical expression, in your divine order, in your divine timing, and in your divine way. Thank you for blessing everyone who contributed to bringing forth and creating this worship service today. Thank you for everyone who is in attendance and those who've invited folks to join us as well. And for everyone connected to Unity of Farmington Hills, thank you for blessing and thank you God for blessing the world. In the mighty name and nature of the indwelling Christ, we thank you for loving us with your divine love that loves no matter what. And that is in the name of that Christ that we lift up this prayer. Amen. And now let us affirm our prayer for protection together. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. Wherever we are, God is and all is well. Well, as I promised, for those of you whose birthdays were in January, I'm going to sing happy birthday. <laughs> happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. You are wonderful. Happy birthday to you and many more. <laughs> I know it wasn't as melodious as our music team, but it still came from my heart. For those of you who are joining us for our fellowship gathering, I'll see you in a little bit. For those of you who are not, I'll see you next time. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. And as I uh, said during the welcoming announcements, um, I invite you all to join me on Silent Unity prayer uh, service, uh, on their Facebook page for their prayer service at 12 o'clock on Friday. Again, it's the... Silent Unity Prayer Service Facebook page. I'll be there with you. Again, I am Reverend Kelly Kincaid. It has been a pleasure. Let us close out by singing the peace song with our music team. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.